Hello, welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, and welcome to, if you listen to the regular show, you knew that we said that we were going to be talking about Avengers Endgame, and we were going to have a massive spoilerific chat where we spoke about everything in depth into the film. Mainly to just sort of let, give Sean something to talk about, but also because once you've seen this film, you want to grab somebody who's also seen it, and you want to discuss, hang on a second, what about that? What about that? So, Sean, let's kick off and let's talk about... Favorite moment in the film. Favorite moment in the film. You, oh, you kick oh favorite moment in the film. I know there was there was many many favorite moments, but I know this sounds strange for all the stuff that went on and everything like that. But my favorite bit was when Tony Stark's putting his little girl to bed, and oh, she yeah. says, "I love you 3,000. and that yeah. just like that, I melted. I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, that's the sort of three thousand. That is just so random, and that is so what what." A little one would say, yeah. And then he goes out and he's like, "Oh, she only, she only loves you like nine hundred. Me, I'm th- like three thousand. Yeah, and yeah. and it, it really, that was yeah. one that was, and that really, really sticks in my mind. So, yeah. And, I, and the other one I mentioned to three thousand. So I, I really like that bit. Uh, there were loads. I mean, I, I, I like we were talking about the the Thor bit when they first go to, New to where the Asgardians live. Yeah, where to go yeah, to New yeah. Because yeah. I mean. The, you know, they were nearly decimated in, in yeah. you know, the previous film. So there's a few of them left and they've made a community in a place, you know, obviously where... That looks sort of yeah. Scandinavian, and they, doesn't and it? And they even had old, old um, Korg in it. Which, Korg, you know, Korg, I mean, Korg and like, Meek, yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, he's like oh yeah, yeah, hey, this 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 guy's being horrible to me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you... And, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, he was great. And I really liked Hawkeye as well. I thought yeah. Hawkeye at the beginning was like, you know, he's a real badass. He'd gone from like, you know, he was just on a mission. He was like, well, yeah. I've yeah. lost if, everything. If so I it lose doesn't, my family, you know, how is it people. that these criminals can survive? You're not yeah. going to survive in my world. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You, I, I, love the, I love the treatment of that. Like even the, the thinking of the character going, hang on, I lost my entire family and there's criminals yeah. in this world who didn't. And he's like, didn't, no, yeah. I'm, no, no, I'm, yeah, you're out. Punished. I'm taking you all out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he's determined, isn't it? And he played that really well. And you yeah. just thought, yeah, he's determined. He's he lost everything, yeah, he's hasn't lost he? So what's he got so, to lose? Exactly. And when people are like that, you know, it's... Uh, so, you know, there was just so much good stuff. And I yeah. really like the bit, and I'm sure we're going to come to this. I know I'm jumping ahead right to the end game, but... Yeah, well, but then, anybody who's listening... So, the, the, everyone, anybody who's listening to they've this... They've seen it. ...has seen it. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. We just jump around. It doesn't matter. We don't We don't need to explain the plot. You've seen yeah. the yes. film. You know. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the bit where all the female characters go, she's not alone, and then they all turn up, Miss Marvel, <laughs> Scarlet Witch, you know, and they're all like, you know, Valkyrie, they all, there's just like that little one one moment, you know, yeah. that, that it's just, and they, don't they? Do you know what it's, I mean? It's funny, it's funny, it's funny you it's say that, really but, but for me, for me, that was one of the few bits where I thought it was a bit of a misstep. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because... Oh, I thought, I, well, they I did it, it in Infinity War, didn't they? Well, yeah, yeah because... They were all with the girls all together. Yeah, yeah, there was a bit... You know when I spoke about... Uh, when we spoke about Infinity War, I said that one of the things that... I didn't like the fact that they'd done the whole thing where in the middle of this massive battle, somehow all the women find each other. And it's because they have this bit in Infinity War where there's Proxima Midnight, who is one of Thanos' generals, and she is the one female Thanos general that they have. And somehow all the female superheroes end up fighting against the one female. Well, that's Tozin. Yeah. Tozin. That's yeah. what that's what girls and women are like. You know, they do that. They don't like. You know, I mean, they are. That's just the, yeah. They dance around yeah, the handbags. You know, they like that. They're like, oh, look, there's that. Okay, she's, my, sure. she's my lounge. Like, they're like, oh, you B I T C H. You know what I mean? You're not going to take that. Do you know what sure. I mean? It's like, sure, yeah. sure. All right, okay. 
prepare for if, if for the people who listen to this prepare for a deluge of abuse on twitter <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so so i mean i didn't mind that but i thought hey and um did anyone see howard the duck turn up uh, no, no, apparently he looking? was. Apparently he was in there. I'm gonna have to look for him the second time. He's in there. Right. Yeah, how would you know? Like in a kung fu thing. Yeah. Apparently in the in the final in the final battle. Final, in the final battle, battle yeah. where they open all those portals <laughs> and everybody comes through and everybody yeah. comes yeah. through into those. But apparently in the bottom right of the screen, Howard the Duck is running through carrying a gun, coming to coming to come fight Thanos. I, I only saw that the second time. Okay, I didn't see it the first time. So so yeah, we'd have we'd have to go see it again. So yeah, so I mean. Yeah, to, to me, I mean, it was great all the way through, and I thought, I thought, um, you know, Tony Stark was yeah. was he, he, and he looked haggard, and he looked oh, dishevelled, he looked worn out and tired, and I mean, they they, they made that look really well, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, because you know, so the, he, you know, you know, the only thing that at the beginning where it's been twenty two days, they've run out of fuel, where they where they've left Titan and they're going through air, and he's it's just him and yeah. Nebula on the it's just him and Nebula on the ship. And on the blue meanie. Yeah, 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 yeah him on the blue meanie. <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> as they're going as they're going through, and obviously he hasn't eaten for twenty-two days and he's wasted away. And even though you know, okay, you know he's going to survive, you know he's going to make it through. The fact is, Robert Downey Jr. just sells that whole period of that of the film. He sells the whole thing, he sells the whole I'm dying, he sells the whole I'm ready to die. The message that he li- he leaves for Pepper Potts is just heartbreaking. It's just mm-hmm. absolutely heartbreaking because this was a relationship that in the first, I remember in the first couple of Iron Man movies, I felt like uh, this whole Pepper Potts, um, Tony Stark relationship isn't really working for me. I don't really buy it. I don't, but the way they've built it up throughout the films, throughout the previous films, like where they break up and they get back and all that kind of stuff. And the fact that at the beginning of Infinity where he's telling her, I had a dream, we had a kid. And the way they've built it, they have, I mean, they've made it believable for me. And I think a lot of that is just down to Tony Stark. Oh, so Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr. taking Tony Stark on this arc and developing this arc of who of who Tony Stark is to the point where he can sit down there and have a scene where it's just him talking to a helmet, and it is one of the most heartbreaking things in the film. You know, yeah. he's you know he's it's it, it was so well done that even though I knew he was going to get saved, I was almost kind of sad when he did get saved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> well, she's one of the. There was a moment in that sequence as well that I thought was actually quite telling, but in a smaller way about Nebula, how far she's come. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a scene where they've like got this sort of pack of peanuts or something, and she's sort of, no, she's like, no, she gives them to him yeah. to eat. Yeah. And you think, she would not have done that in no. any in of the Guardians other films. In Guardians of the Galaxy she, 1, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, she's come so far, I That's think. That's right, yeah. She and it's one of those things you could quite miss, that moment. Nice. But yeah. it's suddenly that she was prepared, even though you don't know how long she would survive without mm. nourishment, because she's obviously got a different sort of wiring to him. But even though she would be prepared to say, no, no, actually, yeah, yeah. you have these calories. That's it, yeah, you can have them because I'll be fine. But yeah. see, again, yeah, that you was, don't know for that, how long. That, that was yeah. well done about how... Thanos found out about what was going on. Yeah, yes. I thought that was that was that yeah. that was well. You know, you know, they had that. That was like, okay. oh yeah, didn't see that get, coming. Get, didn't no. see that coming. You know, okay. so okay, all right. So, uh, uh, bearing in mind that we're still just still talking about just Sean's favorite bits of the film. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we bet we bet someone else. Bet no, no, there, no, so. no, 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 no. I, mean, I think we should we should good. Everyone can just chuck their things in. But uh, so in the on the. On the other show that we've just recorded like five minutes ago, I said about how everything that you don't see in the first 15 minutes, that, like the bits that linked us, I was shocked. And so the idea that they had at the beginning of the film where, like, you know, they, they say, all right, cool, 
and you're, you're gearing it up for this whole, okay, round two, let's go fight Thanos, let's go fight, let's go fight against him. And the fact that they find him, the fact, I think even the character of Thanos is just so well sketched out. The f- mm. the, the Definitely, f- even even in the final scene when he t- actually sits down, you know what yeah. I mean, and it's yeah. like oh, inevitable. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like he's he's like it's, oh well, it's, it's so well sketched out. But I mean the bit it, as, uh, the bit at the beginning where they 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 find out where he is and where he's gone off to. I mean, it makes sense that the way they find out, they go, okay, we've got this whole energy signature that is exactly the same as what happened when he snapped his fingers. We've seen the same energy. So they figure out where he is. They all tool up and you go, right, yeah, yeah. And then they go off. And the first 15 minutes of this film, a lesser film, would that would have been the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that would have been the whole. That would have been it. Yeah. And, and the fact that they go there, they catch, they, you see Thanos and you see him like with the Infinity Gauntlet is more or less melted onto his hand. Half his face is burnt. And they just they 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 ambush him, and they that scene is it's exactly what would happen if it was in real life. They go, okay, yeah. we know what we did wrong the last time, we're not doing that again. And they they all just get in there, they all ambush him, they grab his hand, and as he's about as he, they think he's about to click his fingers, and Thor just comes in and chops his arm off with the axe, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? you just you just his arm off. What the and. And you you could see the fact that when we talk about when we talk about the motivations of character that you know obviously Thor the fact is that the last thing Thanos said to him is you should have aimed for the head, yeah. And then this time and then they get in there. So the first thing is what the hell they chopped his arm off. Second thing is that Thanos has actually destroyed the Infinity Stones, and you're like, that makes sense. He would do yeah. that. He would. Yeah. He, he would. He would yeah. do that, and it, and it makes even and even says doesn't he? I didn't want the temptation. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, to... even says that. Yeah, and I think it's and it's just, and I think oh my god, they actually just made Thanos into a real actual character, not just I am the bad guy. Mwah, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. They've, yeah. They've thought about I mean, that. He, he had his reasons, you know. He yeah. had his reasons. Yeah, he he destroyed it, and then the fact that they do the whole thing that where Thor just chops his head off, when <laughs> and that's yeah. that they're going, okay, so what's going to happen now? <laughs> so it's that was actually one of. Yeah, sorry. Sharon. I was going to say that was my that was one of my highlights. You know, if I had like my top five, yeah, one of my top five would have been Thanos's death. Yeah, the yeah. fact that you know he's doing he's in the middle of his like speech, he's going to give all this motivation and blah blah blah, blah and then then Thor just steps just up goes, and just chops his head off. Have some of that, and it's like no, I don't need to hear anymore. <laughs> yeah, and I think the way they handled that to me that was one of my top moments is that you weren't expecting that, but it made sense that he's not going to listen to this. He's like he's lost everything. Why would he sit and listen to this exactly. guy? He's taken everything from him. Yeah, killed his brother. You know, destroyed half his kingdom, uh, his people, and yeah. left him just with nothing. He wouldn't. He wouldn't listen to him. It's like no, didn't. Yeah, I, I, just I, chop my head off. So that was one of my top five. Yeah, because honestly, and I was because I was expecting from there to be like, okay, yeah, okay, Thanos is lying. He hasn't actually destroyed the Infinity Stones. Um, they're gonna keep him around for a while because they're gonna need him to figure out how they're gonna reverse this whole thing. And they just went, nope, no, he actually didn't destroy the stones. There's no way of getting them back. And Thor just went, and Thor just went. Well, if that's the case, then I'm I'm not making the same mistake twice. I'm taking your head off. I just took his head off. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, and from that point, I was like. Okay, I don't know what this film is going to be, and and the, and the fact that they do that in the first fifteen minutes, and and also the fact that when because as you said with the whole thing of when, so you have the whole time travel thing, and they go back in time, 
and then because Nebula, the, the idea of how Thanos finds out because Nebula has the same circuitry, has the same network that in her head. So future Nebula yeah. and yeah. Ne they have the same thing. So they, 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 I mean, I think that's just, that was just so elegantly done. And I was like, okay, that actually makes sense. And the fact that he goes, all right, so in the future, that's what happens. Then his new plan where he's like, all right, I'm just going to destroy everything. I'm going to get rid of everything. I will create a whole new world that doesn't realize that this old world exists. I thought that was, I thought it was just, I was like, that is what you would do. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that he, he's... One of the, one of the, mm, yeah. yeah, one of the comedic movements that I really like was at the end when he goes, oh, the Asgardians of the galaxy. <laughs> it's just <laughs> that little scene, you know, at the end where, where, where you've got Star-Lord and Thor, galaxy, yeah. yeah. Ah, so we know, we yeah. know who, we know who's in charge. <laughs> it's just the way that, I, that was, that was one of the comedic bits that I was like, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that bit as well. So that that's probably. I mean, there's just so much in it, really. There's no, so there, much. There's so you know? much. I mean, we could talk about this film. We, we could pretty much talk about this film for the three hours that the film takes to to go on. Yes. But but okay, I'm gonna go. A couple of my favorite moments. I really really love the bit where they go. You know how they go back into the other films. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah and and well, I love the I love the fact. Well, first of all, when they explain time travel, they explain what they're trying to do, and the the bit where they run through all these other films and they say. Back to the Future wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't yeah, work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Time cop, it. rubbish. Time cop, time cop, rare. They talk about how the time travel, that it doesn't work that way, that any, everything that has happened is... Has still happened. It has still yeah. happened. It is not going to change because you can't change it. And I think that was, before this film, the only other time travel film that I've seen that has addressed that, it was 12 Monkeys where they pretty much go, they pretty much go, look, if you go back in time, time to try and change the, the past, it's, it can't work because the present that you're in has already accounted for you going back in time to change it. Therefore, the present that you're in is the result of you going back in time to try and change things, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It's yeah. all connected. Yeah, so, so, and the fact that they said in this one, pretty much we can't change the past, we can change the future because that hasn't happened yet. And yeah. So I love the fact that they explained that whole thing, and they, and so and from that point, and when they explained this is what we're going to do, I spent a lot of time watching the film, tr watching for when they would break their own rule, and watching for when they would say, uh, "All right, yeah, okay, yeah, no, well, it's all changed now, no problem." And I was like, "Okay, no," because they don't show you anything in the well. They show you some bits that happened in like the first Avengers movie, <coughs> and in the in Thor: The Dark World, but everything that most of what they show you here isn't what they showed you then and could still have happened around what happened in all those films. So yeah. one of my friends, he, he sent me a message after he saw it, he was like, hang on, does that mean that they just wiped out the continuity of everything that happened in all these other films? I'm like, no, no, they haven't. Everything that happened in all these other films has still happened. It, yeah, yeah, it's it, already right. happened. Yeah, so it's, yeah those flashback yeah. bit, the bit, the bit with Robert Redford as well. Yes. That, that bit. Yes. Well, Robert Redford turns up, doesn't he? He's, he's, yes. he's there again. You go, oh, we'll, we'll take that. That bit was yeah. like inspired, really, I yeah. thought. It was. Uh, and, you know, the scene in the, the lift. So, sort of, Cap knows what he's going to do and he goes, Hail Hydra. Oh, and it's I like, love oh, that okay, moment. Yeah. So, yeah, that yeah. Was a, that was That was just like. Because like, he took yeah, the knowledge that, that he had yeah, and applied it right. at the time. Yeah. And, and it's just a way, yeah, yeah, like Abbott. Oh, he's a, he's one of our boys. Let's yeah. Yeah. Let, let him go. Yeah. And I like the fact that when when Cap meets himself when he has his fight with himself, yeah. he, says, he says like, you know, you can't fool me, Loki. Because yeah. he has a 
there's, yeah. he has an explanation for uh, what yeah, he's seeing. So yes. again, yeah. it doesn't interrupt that he, time he continuity because yeah. he thinks he's fighting with Loki. Yeah, that's uh, well, it. And it also, is... it also explains why Captain America never brings up the fact that he fought himself all these other times because he just assumed yeah. he was Loki. And at that time, Loki yeah. had escaped, so nobody else knew where Loki was. <laughs> so and it, he could, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, did that. That's it. So uh, I, I just, thought, I just love. I mean, that was clever, isn't it? I mean, the whole thing was really, really clever. It was, it was really, really it was, you know, it was, it was well worked out. Yeah, and I love the fact you know the bit where you talk about Captain America going into the lift, which is obviously a, it's a, it's a callback to Captain America: The Winter Soldier, because in Captain yeah. America yeah. they have that they have that massive that amazing fight scene in the lift, and it's pretty much the same people who are in this lift who are in there. It's it's pretty that's much always it. the same shot, yeah. and I was like Frank Grillo. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, and I was expecting that. I was expecting that fight to come. I was like, oh, they're going to do another fight like that. And the fact that yeah. Cap just he just diffused the whole thing by just going hail Hydra. I was like, oh and, my uh, god, uh, yes, uh, of course, of course, of he course. would do that. But but uh, again, I like the comment as well. What what Ant Man says, and he goes about um. Well, they look like bad guys, you know. <laughs> the name of the shield. They're, they're your archetypal bad guys. How could you, yeah, how could you yeah, not yeah, know how that How could they you were? not know that they were bad guys, you know? <laughs> oh, my, I love... Oh, Paul Rudd was so good in this role. I, Paul, I mean, Paul Rudd's great. Uh, do, do, do you know, those the, the Ant-Man ones are a couple of my favourite. Yeah. And, and I really, really, really enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp. I yes, really I, re- I love well, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Tr- well, often Ant Man would truth, say the things yeah. that we were thinking. That's, just, that's right. Like saying, yeah. Well, what about Back to the Future? So you're yeah. saying that Back to the Future was rubbish? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, no that's comment. <laughs> I mean, I mean Ant Man and the Wasp. I know we're going to another film. Yeah. I just love the bit, even to the funny bit with the truth serum, you know? I mean, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've committed loads of other violations and all that. <laughs> it is truth serum, you know, those bits. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah I, I have yeah. the. I I think it's. But I love that. The thing, even the things like you know where he goes, where like the, the, I I love the fact that all this way in the interplay between the characters, like they understand these characters, so they know if they were in this situation, this is the kind of thing they would do. This is this, what they do. Yeah. So the fact that like when they when they go back into Avengers uh, Assemble and um and oh Tony Stark is like Cap, you know. That that outfit did nothing for your ass, and Atman is like, yeah. "Don't listen to him." As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, and then later, yeah. when 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 he fights him, when Captain Rico fights himself, he looks at him and goes, "That is America's ass," and walks off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just I just thought it was I thought it was hilarious. I thought the film was great, and I think one of my favorite moments. Okay, two more of my favorite moments was, um, was when they go even further back in time and they go to the '70s, and Tony Stark meets his dad. That bit, yeah. oh yeah, that yeah. bit was. I mean, that was so well done. It could have been cheesy as hell, but it was so well it done. Been, yeah, and it was That's just it. such Don't... a real emotional bit. And I love the fact that when he asks him for his name, he takes he takes Pepper Potts' last name, and it's like he goes, "It's what's your name, Howard? Oh, my name's Howard too. What about your last name?" He's like, and he goes, uh, "Potts," and he gives he gives Potts, him. Yeah. And for me, that was just kind of... Wait, He's credible. About... He's credible, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, you forgot your brief. Don't you want to take your briefcase? Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you know, well, yeah. I, th- I think for me... And Jarvis was a... Jarvis, Jarvis was, was there, a, yeah. Jarvis was the, uh, was the butler. Was the oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's yeah. always been the case. I mean, even in the TV show, because he did a show, Agent Carter, based about what happened after Captain America disappeared with, uh, with Peggy Carter. And that's why... Yeah. The original computer guy was Jarvis, wasn't yeah. it? Because yeah. of his, his na- dad's right hand man. Yeah, he's named after after the well, pretty much his butler, <laughs> so to say. Mm. And it's oh, but and I love the fact. I mean, that was another thing that just took that whole Tony Stark Pepper Potts relationship and made it big. 
I love the bit where at the final battle where Pepper Pot shows up in her own armor. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And I loved, loved what they did with Thor in this film. I love the fact that they just totally because they it's been a well-known thing. They keep talking about how the fact that whenever Chris Hemsworth shows up, he has his shirt off. Like in every single film that Chris Hemsworth <laughs> has been in, yeah. they've managed to get him to have his shirt off. And I fact I love the fact that they just twisted that, that Thor becomes this big fat schlop who cannot be bothered with life anymore. And they did have it with the shirt off, but they had it with the shirt off and his beer belly hanging out. And you could just see Chris Hemsworth was having an absolute whale of a time. He was, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Was just, he, was, he was wearing like his bathrobe the whole time, wearing <laughs> his dressing gown the whole time. Yeah, turning into the big Lebowski. Always, the only reason it comes with them is because they have beer. <laughs> so like, that's uh, it, yeah. Uh, but then, he's, he's another one who's like trying to compensate for what's happened, isn't he? Really, yeah. You know, he's yeah. Just he's trying, that's his way of purpose, that's his way of dealing with it. Like yeah. you said back at the beginning, that's how they dealt with the. Because when he had the, like Loki always to fight with, always to compete with, yeah. and when he had Asgard there behind him, he that's always it. had a purpose, didn't he? But yeah. when you take that away, what's he got? Right, exactly. He yeah, hasn't got family. He hasn't got. He's just left with Korg and. Yeah, and but, video games. It's like, what else has he got? And then also, oh, yeah, the, he come the to fact, fix a cable. Yeah, and the <laughs> fact that out of everybody, everybody who sort of like blames themselves for failing to stop Thanos, that he is the one. He like, as far as Thor is concerned, he was the one who had he had the shot. He, he could had have the shot. Stopped, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he and he messed it up as far as it's concerned. And I just loved, I loved the. The treatment of that character. Some people have complained and gone, "Oh my god!" Uh, but, and I'm sorry if you thought this, and I'm sorry if this is something that's personal to you. If you're listening to it, but they've, there's been complaints going, well, "Well, when Tony Stark had PTSD, that was treated really, really seriously." But now Thor, Thor, they they, they played it for a laugh. They played it for a joke. And I'm like, it's. And I'm like, yeah, because not everybody deals with it in the same way. And, and quite frankly, there's but- there, there, there's things in the aftermaths of tragedy that are funny. <laughs> yeah, that are funny. but they still deal with it with real pathos though I thought yeah. when they handled Thor, Thor he wasn't a comic character he was a tragic character he was a tragic yeah. character yeah he definitely so was yeah, he, he wasn't was... an object of fun people saw him and saw yeah. the pain that he was in yeah. like he has that scene with his mother doesn't he that's where it yeah. she knows oh, who he is because she's she recognises mm. that this is not the Thor, not the proper Thor yeah. of you know when she last met him that things have happened to him yeah. and so it's like it, there's comedy in it, but there's they never treat him like he's a comic character. No, he's just he's a tragic. You, you character. know, that's that's the sort of way he is, isn't it? You know, well, yeah, let's yeah. have a beer, let's deal with this, and we just get drunk, and this then don't want to have to think about like, it. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, but you can see that he's someone who's completely he's hurting. lost. Yeah, he's hurting. yeah, yeah, and and, and I think. And also because Thor: The Dark World, which is the film that another film they go back into to get another Infinity Stone, I think Thor: The Dark World is so. It's it's maligned. It's, people say it's one of the worst MCU films. But the fact that they go that they had the, the quite frankly, okay the balls to go back into that film and give you all the stuff that was happening around the fact that rockets running around all that and bring Renny Russo back for and give her a scene that I feel like in the two Thor films she was in she never really had a scene like that. She never really had something that got to the heart of who this character was. And it's yeah, yeah and they gave her this scene with I just thought it was it was just so well done. It was so well done. And the fact that she could see about his eyes. She said, what's happened to your yeah. eyes? What's yeah. happened to your Where? eyes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's like... Ev- because he... Yeah. Ev- everything she in the saw f- everything. Yeah, everything of the film that you would think would be an issue, they address. They address. Oh, and okay, now we need to, we need to talk about this because this is another big talking part. Hawkeye and Scarlet... And Hawkeye and Black Widow. 
uh, when they have yeah. to get the soul stone. What did you guys think about that? Yeah, that was... I think they would both be torn, wouldn't they? They would, they would yeah, both definitely. be at the point where yeah. he's thinking, I've got nothing to lose. I've got nothing to lose, so and I'm going to go... thinking, yeah. well, you actually have got, got something, something to, lose to lose because if you get your family back, then you need to yeah. be back with your That's family. It. But uh, you can see it from both point of view, couldn't you? Thinking, yeah. like, no, I'm, I've got nothing else. And even if I've got my family back, I'm not the same man I was mm. five years ago. Yeah. So how could I go back to that when I've done so much in the meantime. So you could both see their motivation for thinking, yeah. it has to be me. And then the realisation that they're both thinking, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're both thinking the same thing, but, you know. Yeah, it's like, we're both thinking that I should sacrifice myself. No, 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 you've got to live. Yeah. No, you've got to live. You've got to live. It's a, oh. So it is the ultimate, yeah, the, the sacrifice. So I thought... I was, I was all the way down. I still didn't know which one of them was going to actually go. No. I couldn't yeah. really call it until yeah. that very last minute when it was like, no, it's got to be me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, and I that was well done. Go. That was another yeah. good scene that was well done. Yeah, because I think... And the, the th I thought it was... Yeah. Carry on, yeah. And I was going to say, I thought what was good in the film was that people who have died at Thanos' hands, other than they disappeared, those people stay dead. Stay dead, yeah. yeah. I love you, that. Because, I absolutely love yeah, that. Yeah, because you have... A, because there was a temptation, I would have thought, for them to say, we'll just rewrite everything yeah. and then we'll bring back everyone. We'll bring back Loki. We'll bring back you know, yeah. Vision. We'll bring back all these people we've lost. So they're saying, no, actually, the people he died, because that is not, you cannot yeah. go back and change that. Yeah. They stay. So Gamora, yeah. she stays dead. Yeah. And the Black Widow, she, Natasha, she has to stay she dead. She has to stay dead. Yeah. Because this is not That's what part happened, of it. Yeah. Yeah, like, that, like, that was, that was that It's was, like that was Loki, good, it? Loki stays dead. It's like every, yeah. yes. everybody... Is, the ones is, who were killed stay yeah. dead. Essentially, if everybody... The, 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 who, ones who just, the ones that just disappeared, everybody that disappeared just disappeared yeah. was just okay. But was, those was that, that got killed didn't. Yeah. yeah. The, you, they vision, don't come back. Yeah. Vision, vision is not coming back. Vision's dead. No. <laughs> so, He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Vision, Loki, I, gone. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I loved that because I was waiting for them to do something to bring things back. And even the bit where they still... So, and this is, this is a bit where there's been some confusion and I've seen even like, okay, the Empire Movie Podcast, I love those. I listen to that thing all the time. And I see somebody wrote something on their website talking about how at the end of the film, um, Peter Quill is, so you know how Thor is with the Guardians of the Galaxy? At the end of the film, Peter Quill yeah. is, he, he's, he's going to go look for Gamora who is still alive. And I'm like, no, she isn't. You've missed the point. Because when, when um, Iron Man takes the infinity stones off Thanos and then clicks his fingers, which oh, leads to his death, which we haven't even, we haven't even touched on that. But, no, when, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he essentially says everybody who came through the portal from, from 2014 goes back. That includes yeah. Thanos, that includes Gamora, because that Gamora was from 2014. So, and the, the, the also, also, I think because Thanos says, I'm going to make a new world that has no recollection of this world. So the, one of the things I was thinking is, like, okay, so if he sends them back to 2014... Um, why don't they just try again? Why doesn't Thanos have memory of that? I'm thinking, well, because he would just have sent yeah. them back with no memory of the fact that they were here. So, that, so I was like, okay, that actually, that actually tracks. That, that actually tracks. So Gamora has disappeared and gone back to 2014 with Thanos to carry on her stuff with Nebula from 2014. Everybody who came through that portal, all of Thanos' people who came in and destroyed everything, they go back to 2014. And... Now we carry yeah. on. We carry on with this new thing. And it, so I just thought that it, uh, it, it, it had been done really well. And also the fact is, but it, it raises some questions, but because the way the film ends means that throughout everything that has happened in the previous 21 films, 
there was an aging Captain America somewhere in the world who just kept quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that means that all throughout this whole thing, there were two, and at one point there were three Captain Americas knocking around in the world, and he just kept quiet. And See, that was my other highlight. My One of my highlights <laughs> what, was what, the, the fact that Cap went back yeah. and found Peggy again. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. so, he was a man out of his time, and he needed to be back in his, his time. time. So yeah. we've seen this whole film was about, you know, about time and how you cannot go back and change the past. Yeah. But he had the he had his future became what it should have been, wasn't it? Should have been. He should have grown old, grown, yeah. lived in the forties and fifties, and grown old and yeah. been an old man. And and so I thought to me it was like that was the perfect ending for Cap. Yeah. He yeah. needed to have, he needed to have the life that he was supposed to have yeah. with the woman he was supposed to have it with. And so I was I wanted to see more of Peggy. I wanted to see more of that. Bigger, bigger glimpse of that life that he had. <laughs> well, that could always but, be a spin-off one, couldn't but it? But that was something I felt was like one of my highlights was that Cap got the ending that he deserved. That could be one of the TV yeah. themes. You never yep. know that they, they put on this channel. Yeah. There's, loads, there's so many possibilities. I think that's the one that so most people I've spoken to be like, yes, we need to see yeah. more Cap and Peggy. Yeah. That's what we wanted. That's the emotional sort of punchline punch of the you film. Know, but, Cap, yeah. you, know, you know what Cap and Peggy... Cap and Peggy is essentially just going to be up. It's going to be the first... first Ten minutes of up. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that TV series is going to be Cap and Frank living in the fifties, but keeping everything quiet because I was, because afterwards I was thinking about it and I was like, oh my god, that's why Peggy Carter never got married. As far as everybody else is yeah. concerned, she never got married. Yeah. That's because she had Steve Rogers at home hiding somewhere and nobody knew about it. <laughs> so, so, uh, so I think I think the film is I think the film is it. It's con- consistent. It holds things through, and the fact and there's a there's a whole thing about it. Like when at the end, um, when Iron Man dies, and when he said his final lines of like you know, where Thanos goes, "I am inevitable," and he goes, "I am Iron Man." I was like, "Yes!" There were quite a few fan <laughs> moments in it. That uh, I mean, his his funeral was just so well done. The throwbacks to it, that whole that shot where they have. They, where they pan through and they show you everybody who has been in this MCU all the way back. Yeah. Uh, did you guys notice? Was... Did you guys notice that there was some? Did you notice that there was some random kid at the back of that shot? Yes, just on yeah. his own. Yeah, I didn't know who that yeah. was. Do you know who was that? <laughs> that was the kid from Iron Man Three. Oh right. Yeah. That's why I didn't know who it was because I haven't seen Iron Man. Yeah. 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 The were they? Wow. The, yeah, but. I mean, that's how deep they've gone into this thing. They brought that. I was like, who the hell's that? <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, Sean, you said it, that they've thought about this. They have gone into this. They have. And I think uh, people have been talking about, oh, now there's different timelines. I'm like, no, there, are not, there is one timeline. They explained it. Yeah. They've made one timeline where it's just... Gah, dah, dah. I love the film. I think I to think me, it's, it's just like a ribbon. It's yeah. like the whole ribbon theory, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's one long ribbon, but it's every now and then you may have a loop in it, so it yeah. can go back, but then it still carries on. It's, it's still one unbroken yeah. thread. It's not so. you don't rejoin it further mm. back. It's just looped round, and then it isn't carries there a bit on. With, with like the the who's the Doctor Strange, the mentor of Doctor Strange, where she the takes oh, a yeah, out the, of the, the ancient, ancient one. one. Yeah, where she takes. She sort of puts a line down, doesn't she? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 yeah, and and so. that, that whole discussion between her and the Hulk. Oh, we haven't we haven't spoken about what they do with the Hulk. I love what they do with the Hulk. Yes, we, we haven't spoken He's about. Funny, yeah. reconciled his two halves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't spoken about um Captain America lifting Monier. 
Oh yeah, there's that. Yeah, he's obviously working. We might toes him. We might have to save that for another time. Yeah. Perhaps we and could Thor do a recap. Says, I knew it, didn't he? Because yeah. wasn't there one scene in one of the films, where Avengers Assemble, where yeah, he yeah. it lifted where slightly? Just it, it Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because they all try it, don't they? All right, we're going to have to do another one of these things. You guys have to head off. We are. We are. (laughs) You guys have to head off. Anyway, (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this. As we said, this is not over. We are probably going to have to do another, probably another half hour next week. (laughs) We are. We are. All right, cool. Okay. Thanks. See ya. Bye. <laughs> We've always got. And so Nina's got, got to call in. We still haven't spoken to Nina. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Nina a call maybe after this and, and get her her thoughts on it, and then we. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Okay, so Nina. First up, yeah. first up first, so we have been talking about you on the podcast over the last couple of weeks, and we've been talking about, the, you know, our star listener, Nina, and we wanted to get you on, if, if nothing else, just to prove that we're not just sad people who watch films all the time and never, and don't actually have any friends, that you're actually a real person. <laughs> <laughs> I am, in fact, a real person, Kosin. Yes. But yeah. I am, in fact, also a sad person who watches lots of films, so... <laughs> oh, all right, cool, so... so so from what I've known, okay, we've known each other for a while, and from from what I've known, you have been, yeah, you've always been like a real big. So you you pretty much had like a regular film watching day in your diary since I've known you until you had to grow up and get a job or something. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I, I movies are my favorite thing to do. I love to be in the cinema watching a, a movie on the big screen. You know, really kind of experiencing and really like ignoring the rest of the world and really getting into that picture <laughs> but because because i've had to grow up i've now transitioned to using like netflix and you know other streaming kind of um programs to make sure that i can still get my movie fixed okay so yeah so uh, okay so so and uh, this is a question that i've been asking a lot of people so netflix or cinema for you that is that is tough because Netflix for the convenience, probably, and the selection as well. I think you get a really good selection. You can browse. Yep. But you can also get lost in, in a hole of, you know, of picking up random things and stuff, which sometimes is good, but sometimes is bad. But I don't think that you can ever get over the cinema experience. Going, you know, sitting down, watching those trailers, getting excited about a movie and really immersing yourself in that movie and then thinking, oh, my God, that was three hours, and I don't even know where that time's gone. You don't get that when you sit down and watch a Netflix movie, I don't think. Well, yeah, I don't think Netflix have tried to do a three-hour movie. I don't think that, it, it, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, because yeah, we, we were actually saying, we were saying on the podcast last week that, or because or, we're, we're going to be talking about Avengers Endgame. That's one of the things. We wanted to get, we wanted to bring you in and say, Nina, you've been like, you know, yay, you've been... Uh, a loyal listener, so to say. Well, there's there's more. The, all the statistics that tell me that there's more listeners, but you're the one who keeps getting in touch with us and telling us what you think. So you, it's like, you've been a loyal listener, so we thought we'd like to get you on it, but we said that something like Avengers Endgame is something that I don't think you could do on Netflix. That this is cinema flexing its muscles and saying, look, this is, the only, this is what only cinema can do to make this thing such a big cultural touch point that everybody is like, oh my God, I've got to go see this film. <laughs> and... And I don't think you, I don't think we would ever get to a point where that would be Netflix. Everybody would be like, "Oh my God, I've got to go watch this thing on Netflix." So, I yeah. agree. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. You won't get the same experience if you go and watch it on Netflix. Yeah. I think if you go to the cinema, you're fully immersed in it. You get lost in all the characters because there's so many characters in there. Yeah. You get lost in the characters. You know, there's little bits here and there. I think if you're in, you're watching it on Netflix, you can get distracted and you can miss quite a big bit of the movie. Yeah, and I think the thing I would miss the most is if a film. So let's let's use Avengers Endgame as an example. Is that if so you have Avengers Endgame, and I think if there's moments in it that are sort of like you know shareable moments or punch the air moments, and you want to be in a room full of people and see the reaction that everybody has at the sides. It's almost like when a goal is scored, you can be by you can be by yourself. Okay, this might not work for you as a football thing. But but you can be by yourself and you can be watching something. But oh my god, yes! But when you're in a group of people, be it in a pub or anything like that, you're like, it's it's a totally different thing. And I think, when yeah. you, I think if you if you get the right film and the right audience, and you're watching it on a massive screen with a whole bunch of people in a room, it's totally different to watching something on your own at home. That's that, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree, I agree. And also, I think it's. I also like it when the lights come up at the end and you're all looking around at each other after a good movie and just being like, what just happened there? Are you feeling the same thing as me? And you're like looking around. Like even if you go to, like I often go to the cinema by myself because I don't have the same uh, toys and movies as my other half. Oh, yeah. um, but, um, you know, when I go by myself, you feel like you want to kind of speak to the person next to you. Did you see that? Yes. Can you believe that yes. just happened? Oh my god! Uh, this to, is the thing. To be honest with you, I think that's a large reason why we all, why Sean, Sharon, and I have or we do the podcast. It's just because we want to see a film. We want to come to, come and talk to somebody about it. <laughs> We're like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had to go see it on my own because nobody else has the same film appetite as I do around me. So, what did you think? What did you think of this? What did you think of? This? Yeah, I think that's uh, when I when I listen to the podcast, I actually think I feel like I, I think I've said this to you before, Tosin. Yeah, I feel like I'm in that conversation with you guys. Like I'm like, oh my god, I totally think that as well. I guess sometimes <laughs> hear myself kind of almost whispering, no, I think that as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, uh, yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that okay, we've already established that. Um, well, Sean's semi-retired. Sharon and I are both so self-employed, so we're flexible with all that kind of stuff. But you have like a big grown-up job where you actually have to wear like, you know, a suit and stuff to go to, to, go to work. So if not, we yeah. would have you on with us all the time. Oh, I'd love that. It would be brilliant. It'd be really good. But I don't think I can keep up with you guys on the number of movies that you watch, to be honest with you. I wish I could, but I don't think I could keep up. Like, Just quit your job. Yeah, watch movies. <laughs> I've job. asked... I've asked Will if I can do that often. <laughs> <laughs> Quit your job. Come work with us. Let's build the podcast into this, like, you know, world encompass. This could become our jobs. We could grow. We could grow up. I would love that. would love it. Yeah. We could Getting paid like, to watch movies. Getting paid to watch movies and then compare Netflix to cinema. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love it. It'd be brilliant. Really good. If anybody is listening and knows anybody who can make that happen, please, please, we will totally do it. I'll totally do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Now, okay, let's get on to Endgame. So, you saw Endgame, and I, I saw it the day after it was released. You saw it a couple of days later. But I think you, because you were on holiday, and when you go back, you were doing a little bit of catch-up, like watching Captain Marvel and all that kind of stuff to get yourself prepared for Endgame. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So, basically, what I did is I knew that it was coming out, and um, you guys, obviously, I was listening to the podcast, and you guys were prepping me for the fact it was coming out. So, I was like, yep, it's coming out. <laughs> um, so, 
I hadn't watched Captain Marvel yet in the cinema, and I also hadn't watched Ant Man and Wasp. And oh, yeah. I knew that from the trailers, I knew that there would be appearances from those um, from those movies. Yeah. So I prepped. I watched Captain Marvel just before, made sure I really concentrated on what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with Ant Man and Wasp. Um, you know, just caught up on it. I also watched some of the things like Guardians of the Galaxy as well, Bit of Thor. Yep. Those kind of movies just to kind of catch up and yep. make sure I was up to scratch. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. And um, and you, so far, you, I think you sent me a text once saying that you think you're Sean because you think you and Sean have the same taste in movies. Yeah, we do. Often I find that when Sean and like when I listen to Sean reviewing things, often his opinion is often I I, I do agree with Sean quite a lot. Maybe <laughs> maybe not on the Korean zombie movies. That's the one thing that I've not. <laughs> I've not got into yet, but it's some of the Korean zombie movies are on my list. I have generated a list from of movies that you guys have reviewed yeah. that I've that I've got on my list. So I might try and watch a Korean zombie movie, but I don't think that's for me. But otherwise, I I often agree with Sean. I often find that he's a slightly different opinion. Um, you know, kind of. I often find that sometimes when things are quite hyped up, I sometimes don't. Um, often follow that same hype as everyone else yeah and i think that's probably one of those things oh. okay in that have you ever seen a film called pompeii no never okay what's it about this it's it's about you know the historical thing when pomp uh, when mount vesuvius wiped out pompeii in yeah. somewhere in italy and yeah. Uh, um yeah and this is a film that sean is the only person i know who who goes to bat for this film. He's the only person I know who says, oh yeah, it was kind of okay. I kind of liked it. I kind of enjoyed that. And I'm like, no, it was a piece of rubbish. So <laughs> so if you saw that, and if you ended up going, oh, I quite liked it, then I'll say yes, you and Sean might just share one brain. So can I stream that? Is it available on Netflix? Oh, I don't know. I've avoided it ever since I saw it in the cinema. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've avoided that film. It's, it's not good. Yeah, so oh. it's it's not on Netflix. It's not on Netflix. It might be on something else. <laughs> it's not. I'll a, have a look for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so first of all, um, end game, general idea, general thoughts. What did you think of it? So I thought, considering that it was a number of lead-ins from lots of different movies. So the other is twenty-two movies that Marvel have done now. Yeah, right? yeah. This was the twenty-second film. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other 21, they managed to weave all the plots together into this kind of very complex picture that they that they carried on for, for three hours, I think it was. Yeah. I think that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But I do think it was quite hammy in certain in certain areas. Okay. Like, I think I think we've talked about it before, Tosin. I think when we were kind of texting backwards and forwards, um, I think one one of the things that I thought is they were kind of trying to score points in certain areas. So there's a, a certain point where, you know, they, they kind of get lots of women together. kind of being like, women power! <laughs> and, you know. Okay, by the way, by the way, this is, we're putting a whole bunch of spoiler warnings on this. So feel free to talk about any bit of the film. Don't think, oh, I can't give any spoilers. Yeah, feel free to give spoilers. That's what I was a little bit worried about. That's yeah. what I was... Uh... Yes. So basically, when Captain Marvel, yes, you know, yes. um, is, is on the field, and then that, and even when um, they have the bit where 
Uh, is it um, oh when uh, Black Widow and the lady from Black Panther help uh, sure. help uh, help Wanda? Was it Wanda? Oh yeah, yeah. In the, the in, oh yeah, in Infinity War. You're talking about, yeah, you're talking like, about in Infinity War. Infinity Infinity War, and also in in Endgame, like that kind of token women fighting together to combat something to me kind of feels like it's a tick in a box yet yeah, we've we've addressed the fact that we you know it's all men here and uh, let's get all the women together why can't it just be everybody fighting together instead yeah, of yeah uh, it's all women together and i totally agree with you i mean uh, of uh as i love endgame and there's there's a couple of bits in it that i think don't work and that bit for me i was like what are you guys doing here uh, that, that was like that was one is the one bit in the film that I look at and I feel I don't really think you can make that, that, that I don't think you can do I don't think you can get away with that I don't I don't know what you're doing because they go they go oh it's like you can't do that on your own she's not on her own and then they also show up and they have this big thing and it's almost as if Marvel people have said well, Marvel don't have any female superheroes. And they went, what? See? See? Look, look, look. And they're, yeah. trying, to, they're trying to show, look, look at all the women we have. And it's, it's cool because I didn't realize that there were that many female characters, quite frankly. I didn't realize that. And they've, they've almost done it by stealth because they go all these female characters. But at the same time, it's, it's like, where are all the men? And I, I, I've always hated it in action movies. It, it used to happen, especially in action movies in the 80s, that you would have, if you had, like, you know, a female character, there would be a bad female character and there would be a good guy female character and they would always kind of find each other and fight with each other because women had to fight together and then the men would go fight together in some other other, other area. And so I, yeah. did, so I did not like it in Infinity War when I was like, wait, so in this big battle, all the women just kind of find each other on the field. So the three women who are on the good guy side and the one woman who's on the bad guy side just find each other in the middle of the field and have this little women fight in the middle of everything. And I never liked that. So when they did that moment, I was like, oh, okay, it's good. It's almost like a catalog of how many women you have. But why are you doing yeah. that? And, and at the end of the day, they didn't do anything. They, they, exactly. So this like, is another thing that gets me is, you know, like with Captain Marvel... She's supposed to be this amazing, powerful person. And then, actually, when you look at what she actually did in that movie, she had a haircut and she got together with a load of women and didn't do that much. Right? So... <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. But, yes, you're right. It's true, though, right? She didn't really do anything. What? And I kind of felt like... She was. They made this big deal about having a separate movie, women, you know, being powerful movie. Brought her in to be also oh so powerful in this movie as well, and then she didn't actually do anything. Yeah, so I, I, for me I, that was a weak point. I, I think I think it was. It, it did seem a bit like, what's the big deal? And all the talk beforehand, it seemed to be like, oh yeah. They're calling her. They've sent this thing out there and they've sent her out. They sent a beacon out for her because she's going to come back. And she's going to be key in the fight to actually fight Thanos and all that. And she ends up not really doing... She's not in the film. She's pretty much not in the film. Like yeah. she, She's there at the beginning. She saves Iron Man, brings him back to Earth. 
and then she shows up at the end and she kills everybody and she's like okay cool guys i'm off i'm off i'm going off to go do something else now and it's yeah, yeah and i think from a story perspective the fact is if they hadn't brought her back iron man would be dead way before he actually died <laughs> if, if they had a yeah. book yeah so from a story perspective it makes sense that they they sent out the beacon and she sh- she comes back and she's like all right cool what needs ha- what needs doing you need to go find this guy where was he and she goes and finds him so from a story perspective that i'm happy with that but the only i think if they hadn't made a, made a big deal of the fact that oh she's going to be really really keen and they hadn't like all, all the talk before the film made it sound like she was going to be key in the fight against Thanos. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and in the, the end, you're like, meh. And, and, and then she did. I mean, okay, to be honest with you, nobody could take out that spaceship the way she took out that spaceship. That is... Yeah, but they could have, like, if she hadn't been in the movie, I think they probably could have covered it with all the other characters that they had. Yeah, like, they, they could like, have covered it with all the other characters. It would have... Yeah. I, mean, I think they gave her her hero moment. And also, I think they come, they used her in bits like, if she wasn't, if Captain Marvel wasn't around, Iron Man would be dead. If she wasn't around, um, Thanos would have snapped everybody out of existence again. Because he's about to do it, and she's the one who grabs his hand and she holds it open. And you can see, I'd, I actually, I actually really, really like that scene where she's holding his hand open, and you can see Thanos is kind of like, "What the hell?" And he's actually freaked out about the fact that this woman is like, is stronger than him. And I, but I also love the ingenuity, like the the you know, in the fight that they have. You can see them all thinking and trying to do different things to fight each other. Like Thanos sees that, then he takes the power stone out of the glove and then punches. Her. <laughs> and, that, and I'm like, oh, good look, that is so clever. They've thought about this whole thing. It's so good. And uh, so I quite like that. I quite like that. But uh, so there's there's a couple of things that that. I don't uh, like uh, agree with on that kind of thing because like yeah they're trying to do different things but then actually so in the first in in, in Infinity War yeah you know the, and uh, Thanos didn't have you know the gauntlet and all of those kind of things and he wasn't that strong he was just like pretty normal he was pretty strong but not like you know he had a he could have had a fight with Thor and not not done anything yet then when he comes to Endgame he he doesn't have you know right at the beginning when he comes back. Um, in time, and he doesn't have the gauntlet, or mm-hmm. is forward in time, or whatever. Yeah. You know, the alternate Thanos, where he doesn't have it. Yeah. Suddenly, he's like the strongest man ever. And then, when he's got his his Infinity Stones, he's pretty much almost as powerful. The only thing he can do is click. Whereas in Infinity War, it was the stones he got more and more powerful as he got the stones. So, and and don't even get me started on the whole time thing. I know that time <laughs> is a big thing in any movie, and explaining it. But there's so many continuity errors there that you kind of think. Well, well this uh... is actually, actually, the way they dealt with time travel in this film, I really, really like. Now, there's some people who are trying to, who I personally think in the explanation of what happens in this film are trying to overcomplicate it. I don't think it's as complicated as some people are trying to make. They're trying to go, oh, multiple universes and all that. I, I do not, I, I don't think, I think that, that is unnecessarily complicated. And I think in the Marvel universe, they've, the writers have been really good. Whenever anybody has tried to come up with a really complicated explanation for anything that they've done, they're kind of like, actually, no, guys, it's actually pretty simple. It's just this. And, and I think they've done that. So, uh, But, but I, I disagree with you there, Tosin, because oh, yeah? the thing is, is that in the beginning, when they explain about time, when um, the Hulk slash, you know, Banner describe about time, as I mm-hmm. think he's the one who does it, 
talks about branching and yep. branching time, right? Yep. And they're talking about, oh, is it is whatever that you know, um, the Doctor Strange's predecessor. I can't remember her name. The ancient um, one. Yeah, the ancient one. Talk about branching of time, right? Yep. And all of these kind of things. Yes, actually, they use that in and out of 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 different scenarios. So they're like, you know, you have to bring back the Infinity Stones because otherwise our time will be you know thrown off into another branch that will then whatever whatever yeah but then they don't use it when captain marvel comes back he went back in time which should have created a branch which means he wouldn't have come back in his time right but well, actually you mean, you they're saying he did come back in his time Cap- sorry captain america sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, so actually they're saying that there isn't a branch but actually there should have been a branch because he should have been in his own time when he came back well, and also peggy carter is it peggy carter she doesn't yeah. I know that everybody's kind of saying, well, it's because she kept it secret that he was at home and whatever. But actually, would Captain America really have just sat there being, oh, all these things are happening. Okay. I'm just going to sit back and there's a second Captain America in this time at the same time. Okay. Now, this is this is the bit, right, where I think it comes in with, I, I refer to it as the 12 monkeys, the 12 monkeys problem. Ha, have you seen the film 12 monkeys? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. So a long time ago, but... Yeah, so 12 Monkeys has this... I remember the first time I watched it, I couldn't understand it because every other film you'd seen before that that had to do with time travel, it was going to the past, fix something, and then you get back to the future, and it's like, oh my God, everything is now better. We fixed it. But uh, this is where it gets a little bit crazy physics-y. But the central th- premise for 12 Monkeys, as far as I'm concerned, is it's pointless going back in time to change, the f- to change your present because whatever present you're in at the moment has already accounted for the fact that you've gone back to change it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. So, so whatever, so if you're in the present now, whatever, if you go back in time to try and change the present, it's not going to work. You're, whatever you do is going to lead you to exactly the same place that you are right now. So if Captain America goes back in time and all these other things are happening and he, he goes, look, I've been to the future, I've seen what the future is, and whatever I do is only going to lead to that future. So, yeah. so even if he goes, oh my God, you know what, Peggy, there's Hydra inside of S.H.I.E.L.D., whatever would happen and something would happen and then it would end up that the exact same future that he was in would happen anyway. So, and I think that that is the reason why in the film they don't go back in time before Thanos destroys the stones and try and stop him destroying the stones. It's why they don't go back in time and try and make sure that Infinity War never happens. That's, that's why they don't do it because they're like, look, that has happened, it has happened. We cannot change that ever happening. But what we can do is change what is going to happen in the future. So that's why they have to get the stones, bring them now and then change from this point on, we need to change what's happening, but we can't change what happened in the past. So when Captain America goes back, I think he goes back, puts the Infinity Stones back exactly where they got them from. Then, yep. then he goes and plugs himself into the timeline and, and he's just like, yeah, I was always here. This is where I've been the whole time. And he just grows old slowly. But how could he? Because there's two of him in that timeline. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's two but, of him in the timeline. But it's... It, but, it's still... but how could there be two of him in the timeline? Because he's gone back in time, he's reliving it. But then there's another timeline somewhere that he's got. No, I, I don't think there's. No, no Captain Americas, right? No, I don't think that there's another. Well, no, essentially, so 
Okay, let's try and figure this out. So it's Captain America. He goes, he falls into the ice in 1945, right? Yeah. And he's frozen for like 70 years or whatever it is, wakes up in two, 2015. Yeah. According to the, to the whole thing of the film. Yeah. So he wakes up in 2015. So between f for 1945 and 2015, that Captain America is in the ice. But then this other Captain America goes back to like maybe the 50s or something like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he's alive. So at that time, there's only one Captain America all the way. But by the time 2015 comes around, he is an old man. And then the young version of him gets taken out of the ice. So then there's two of them walking around. And that can yeah. happen. The film was already established that that is possible because you have two Captain Americas fighting each other. Yeah. So it's already established that that's fine. So essentially, the Captain America who in 2023 would have been living for, I don't know, another 100 years to, till 2021, 20, Instead of living those hundred years, he goes back and decides to live those hundred years in the fifties, if that makes sense. I'm just thinking it through. Don't worry about it. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> problem. You've got to think about this. Like, yeah, no, you, you've got to think about it. When it's... I was watching it, I was thinking there's actually at some points there's like three Captain Americas. Aren't and so there? yeah, for, there's uh, one for that's me... in ice. There's one that's gone back, and there's one that's fighting it. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you know. at, at some point, there's three Captain Americas running around. So essentially, during yeah. the during the Battle of New York, when there's two Captain Americas fighting each other, there's an other there's an other Captain America somewhere getting old. Yeah, this is the thing, and he would have just sat back. That Captain America, who's getting old, would have just sat back and been like. There's all these things happening around. I'm not going to get involved in that. Yeah, because whatever I, whatever I try and do will not change anything. Well, he might have killed a couple of Chitari because he knows that, look, whatever I'm going to do is not really going to change anything. This is still going to happen. Thanos is still going to show up. He's still going to wipe everybody out. <laughs> so also, another thing is that, so, yeah, fine. He didn't get involved. You know, it wouldn't impact the future. But did he just hide in his house waiting for Peggy to come home every day? Because he couldn't just walk around because people would recognize him as being Captain America. Well, you know, they have... He... Well, think about it, right? You already know that S.H.I.E.L.D. have face-changing technology. In Captain America, the Winter Soldier, there's the, the whole bit where Scarlet... Oh, not Scarlet, Black Widow disguises herself as Jenny Agatha with a whole new face and all that kind of stuff, and nobody knows. And she walks in, and she goes through all the high security level stuff that they have. So you know they have the technology to, yeah. to hide his face, if, if need be. But that was in the future, wasn't it? Black Widow was... So in the 50s, when he actually went back to see Peggy Carter, whenever it was that she was there, mm -hmm. he would have had like 30 years till they got that technology to... Well, we don't know when they got that technology because it's S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Because yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. are always kind of like, oh, hide everything and everything like that before people get out. And he had Howard Stark with him. And, and also, she's a master spy. If she wanted to hide somebody, she would hide somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... Okay. You've come up with lots of valid arguments there. <laughs> and now it makes me want to go back and watch it, see whether I can find any more holes. Well, but one, one other hole that I found, and overall, I know that I'm picking all the holes in this movie, but I actually really, really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I, like I said, I like the way they weaved everything together. Yeah. And, you, you know, you kind of think, oh, yeah, no, that, that, that works back onto the old, like the other movies. They had some... They had some twists in there, like Fat Thor and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, no, I know. Very I, I good know, movie. I know a lot of people are, they're, there's a whole bunch of things people are, there's a lot of triggers for people. People are like, oh my God, you're fat shaming Thor. And I'm, I, 
I, I personally, I don't get that. I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at it going, no, this is, this is what happens when somebody gives up on life. You, yeah, they just let yeah. themselves go, right? Yeah, they it let themselves go. Yeah, they, they let themselves go. And it, I, I think it would be, I, I, I personally love what they did with Thor in this film. I think they made him such a, such, such a heavy character, such a, because he, that whole thing of, I should have gone for the head. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, anyway, you were talking about another hole that you found. So the other hole that I found was, so basically the Infinity Stones, right? Mm -hmm. In the first thing, in Guardians of the Galaxy, they made a massive deal about the fact nobody can hold an Infinity Stone, mm -hmm. right? But yep. then, yeah, everybody in Endgame was holding them. Mm. It was holding, um, Hawkeye was holding it when he got the Soul Stone. He just held it. And what did he do with it? How did he get it back? Well, the whole yeah. the the soul stone. I think that's a different one because the soul stone is given to the person who has claimed it. So you know you have to go there. You have to sacrifice something that you love to get the soul yeah. stone. So I yeah. think that there's some magic whammy thing saying a bit like Thor's hammer. You are now worthy of holding the soul stone. Nah. But then there's also Doctor Strange's time stone, which the Hulk held, but didn't get have any consequences of that. And the ancient one also held it. So everybody was just yeah. holding the Infinity Stones left, right, and center. Well, even Tony Stark. And I know people say it's because he had his suit on and he did the nanotechnology to grab the Infinity Stones from Thor. Blah blah blah. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff. But in the end, he, like, you know, everyone was just holding them left, right, and center. And I know he struggled because he had it, and then he had to click his fingers. But he was still wearing it in a glove. They had to make that out that glove out of dwarf's iron that was cast out of special material to hold those infinity stones. Yet his suit could hold it, and other people were just holding infinity stones left, right, and center. Okay, cool. All right. Um, okay, let's look. Let's look through the the infinity. Yeah. Let's let's let's, let's, let's look. Stones. Let's look through this. So we have the tesseract, right? We have yeah. the tesseract, and that has been. It's been like people when they grabbed it, they they put it. It has it's actually been shown throughout the whole thing that people have held the tesseract because the infinity stone yeah. is within the tesseract so yeah, the tes yeah so that's the, fine apart from the time when red skull held him held it and then it took him it transported him somewhere that the tesseract's fine the mind stone Who, which when, is it when was that that's at the end of Who captain america the first avenger red mm, i might have to watch that one again yeah red skull picks up <laughs> he picks up the infinity stone that's why he ends up at um, voromir because he picks up the infinity uh... stone and then it goes ah! and then he disappears and we don't have a clue where he went until until like you know 10 years later and then watch infinity one you're like oh oh that's where he went but it's yeah. so so you have okay so you have that then you have the mind stone which is in loki's staff and that one you owe every throughout the whole things people have been holding the staff nothing happens with that then yeah. you have the ether which was in natalie portman in thor the dark world yeah. that was yeah. pulled out with some doohickey and was held within the doohickey so even the doohickey itself, like that is, how did they make this special thing to extract the ether? Well, that, I mean, that's, they, they had something in, in Thor, the dark world, they had something to extract the ether from her. So okay. they made okay. something, they made something in there and the, 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 and Thor always said, he said it in the first Thor film, he said like the things that you think, look at, you think are magic for us is just science. So it's just really, really advanced science. So okay. So they could come Those up with ones I get. yeah. So they could come up with something to suck the ether out of her. The power stone, yeah. which is the one in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, when mm -hmm. when um, Nebula picks it out, it's already encased in some sort of 
um, like orb thing. And that orb thing, you know, even in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, people could they could hold the orb. What they couldn't hold was the power stone, so they could hold the orb. Yeah, but okay. then yeah. when um, Quill gets the power stone, he can't hold it. Well, he can hold it because he's part God. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that only happens at the end of Guardians, all the way through. Yeah. It's just the orb, and they don't yeah. open. They don't open that orb for ages in Guardians. Now, yeah. the time stone, uh, magic. Because the time stone is magic. Because if you notice, uh, what's his name? Strange. He never actually holds the stone. It always floats. So exactly. The ancient one, when she she takes it out, it floats. And when it goes to the Hulk, it floats on his hand. It doesn't actually touch his hand. Does it? Yeah. yeah. I thought he picked it up because he picked it from her hand. He picked it with his fingers. I thought. Yeah. I well, maybe I have to watch it again. But from what I from what I can see, it floats. It floats to okay. it floats from her to him, and I remember it hovering over his hand. So how he transports it from there, I don't know. Maybe she decides to put some spell around him and everything like that. Essentially, in this film's magic, he can do that. So yeah. uh, I and the soul stone seems to have some magic thing, as in the person who claims it and can carry it. Um, I'm not sure if that's all of them, but essentially, I think there's there's reasons, essentially <laughs> reasons and. When it comes to the gauntlet, because it's okay, as what Thor said is, you think it's magic, it's just science. And knowing who mm -hmm. Tony Stark is, Tony Stark can go, okay, hang on a second, let's look at the like, even they, they mentioned a bit like the radiation coming off the infinity stones is gamma. It's pretty much a, like Hulk says that he says it's a gamma radiation, that means that I think I should be, I'll be the only one to able to handle it. And it's so. I think Tony Stark could put that thing in and see what's this thing giving off? What kind of thing do we need to do we need to build to hold these stones? And he will just figure it out from a science point of view because it's not magic, it's science. Just really advanced science, like a flying metal suit. So I have no problem with the idea that they could build a gauntlet that could handle these things because they didn't even they were doing it in like, you know, like I mean you you did you did bio bio what? My biomedical stuff. Biochemical engineering. Bio, that was it. Biochemical engineering. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, they have that they have that whole bit where it's kind of like, you know, you have where you have like a a, a wind what's it called? A wind hood, an extractor hood. And yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, they that's how they maneuvered everything into this into this new gauntlet. But once they had the gauntlet, everybody else after that doesn't hold the stones, they hold the gauntlets. So for the and I think what you can see is that you can hold the gauntlet, but you if you put the gauntlet on, that's when you're actually channeling the power of the stones. So when Hawkeye picks it up, he picks up the gauntlet. He never picks up the stones. Everybody after Agree. that picks up the gauntlet, not the stones. So I think. But then, but that, then Tony at the end when he grabs the stones from Thanos, yes, puts them into his own suit, yes. right, to create his own gauntlet. How yeah. is his suit resistant enough to hold those? I think Those, um, he he built the new stone. he built the new gauntlet. So in my head, I'm thinking that he's built the new gauntlet out of the same, or he's built his new suit out of the same material as the gauntlet. So for me, I'm thinking that because if you look at that, yeah. if you look at if you look at that second gauntlet, that second gauntlet is an Iron Man gauntlet. You look at it, it looks like it's come off an Iron Man suit. And so, it it and knowing Tony Stark, I mean, this is the man who between the between the first Avengers movie and Iron Man 3, this is the man who built 42 different versions of his own suit 
He's constantly tinkering. He's constantly messing things up. And ever since he's been paranoid since Age of Ultron and all that kind of stuff, I can imagine that he is the kind of person who would be like, okay, cool, we're building this gauntlet with from this metal, but let's make sure that we have a fail-safe. Let's make sure that we can control this thing in some way or anything like that. So for me, it makes sense that he would do that. I know, and I think if they put all this on screen, it would have been A, boring, and B, just made the film even longer. So I, I'm, I'm happy and, for, for that to not be on screen. But this is the thing. I actually, so like I said, I very much enjoyed it. And I think they made it very well. Yeah. And they, but being the person that I am, I couldn't help but be like, mm, wait, I have a question about that. No, no. <laughs> but overall, I think the movie was a very good movie. It was really entertaining. I think that it makes you want to go back and watch the Marvel movies again. Yes. So that then you can lead up yes. and watch Endgame again and yeah. be like, oh, yeah, now I understand why that bit's there. There were so many hidden things that uh, I think you could pick up on watching it two, three, four times. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I want to go watch this film again, if for no other reason. I want to spot Howard the Duck. Is Howard the Duck in it? Apparently, Howard the Duck is in it. You know the, you know the. No. Yeah, yeah from the the collector. Yeah, from the collector. Howard the Duck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. He showed up in. I think he's been in three films, and and so Howard the Duck. You know the bit where they um, where all the portals open in that final battle, and everybody comes through. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Apparently, Howard the Duck is coming through one of those portals with a gun. I think I might have seen him actually. <laughs> Because I remember seeing loads of different characters and thinking, oh, wait, uh, and, but then, oh, did I? Or am I just saying that because you've said it now? <laughs> no, the, no uh, I heard it and I was like, I did not see that. I did not see that yeah. at all. But it's, I am so, the, the, the thing is, I, I want to go see it again because when I, after when I first watched it, I was like, oh, oh and they've made a problem there. And I started thinking about it and I was like, actually, no, no, that, no, no, that, no, I, oh, actually, no, that's consistent. Oh, no, wait, that. Oh, it's crap, that works. <laughs> and I, I was going through the film, I was going, actually, it's consistent. It's consistent with its own, with its own logic. And, um, and, and the more I think about this film, ever since it's been released, the more it's just grown in my estimation. The more I'm just kind of like, dang, these guys have done a... This is impressive. This is so yeah. impressive. But, but I think that this film is really a victory lap. It's almost kind of like a, thanks for staying with us for the last 10 years. We have one more trick up our sleeves. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> and then yeah. at, the, at the end of the film, it's like, thank you very much. Good night. But I just, yeah. I, I was, I, the more I think about it, the more I'm just shocked at what they actually managed to achieve. Because I, I, this film could have been rubbish. This film could have, and I would have been fine with it if it was rubbish. Because what they've done over the last 10 years has been great. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree. And I'm like, look, you have earned the right to make rubbish now. You have been amazing for so long. You've earned the right to make rubbish. But the fact that they've gone to this state and they're still trying so hard and it's looking like it's going to become the biggest film ever made. But I, I agree with you, Tosin. Like, they've done so much over the last 10 years. Um, like, I, you can go back and watch those movies. They're entertaining despite having watched them a number of times. If you look at DC... Uh, I, you know, I like quite a few of the, you know, I like a, quite a few of the DC movies, despite everyone else's reviews of them. I actually quite like a few of them, but you know, they haven't hit that same level as Marvel, right? And it just shows you how difficult it is to do that. Like, yeah. if you think back to Iron Man, what do we have before Iron Man that was anything like that? Because obviously they had X Men, and X Men was good, but it was no Iron Man, mm -hmm. and they've only built on that more and more and more. Yeah. Our expectations have got higher, right? 
Like yeah. we're expecting so much from these movies now yeah. that, you know, and now when I think back to it, I watch an X-Men, one of the very, very ones, the initial ones, and you're just like, oh my God, you know, we thought these were amazing. Now <laughs> what we're at, right? Well, that is, I mean, the truth is that they all built each other. They were quite tentative. I actually think all the way back to Blade. If you remember Blade with Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And, yeah. and although Blade is a classic. Blade, Blade is awesome. Trinity. Oh, amazing. Yeah, Blade, uh, Blade is Blade is awesome. And I, I yeah. just and I think that they've done so well. I mean and, but wait as you said, they kept building and building and just sort of like okay. But what they did in the um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where I love the fact that they started off so low key because apparently Iron Man. I mean, I've loved Iron Man ever since I was a kid. Me and my friends in Nigeria, we used to read Iron Man comics. We used to think about Tony Stark and his whole thing and how he started off originally was in Vietnam. By the time he got to the films, it was in Afghanistan. So we loved Iron Man at first. Iron Man was a big was a big deal. I remember that they said there was actually a news story that said Tom Cruise was supposed to play Iron Man, and I remember nearly crying when I read this. I, I remember going, no, Tom Cruise, he's wrong. He's wrong for Iron Man. He's not Tony Stark. Then, and I remember when they mentioned Robert Downey Jr., I was like, yeah, he could do it. And But apparently Iron Man was not that big a deal. People did not really know Iron Man over here or in America. He wasn't, he wasn't seen as like, you know, uh, a banner name like Superman or Batman or Spider-Man. Yeah. And so they decided to take him. And when, when, when they just... When they started with that and they went, okay, we'll just give you this, see if it works. We'll go Thor. And if you watch the first Iron Man, it's really good, but it's quite safe and it's quite tentative. And the first Thor is safe. And the first Captain America is safe. They're all very safe films. And it's because they're just testing the waters to see what happens. Then they get to Avengers, the first Avengers film, and then it goes a little bit crazy. It goes a little bit mental. And I remember watching the first Avengers and my... my my brother, he watched it and he came out of the cinema and he t- sent me a text going, Avengers is the best adaptation of anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's the best adaptation of anything ever made. And we thought that was amazing that this was so good and you could never do anything better than this. And they've just built on it and built on it. I just kept going crazier and crazier and taking something like Guardians of the Galaxy that nobody knew about before they made that film. Like, yeah. I'm just in shock at what they've done, and the guy. This is the thing. Yeah, the guy who's been behind it, doing everything, is a guy called Kevin Feige, who I think is, I think he's kind of like a. I think when everything falls out, they're going to look at Kevin Feige and they're going to talk about him in the same way they talk about Steve Jobs. Yeah, because he's changed cinema quite a lot. (laughs) He really, he really has. Also, I like the fact that you know they, if you think about it, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Iron Man Three. Thor, they could have just kept on going with that same recipe, right? Yeah. But instead, what they've done is Captain America was different, right? I know he's still like a male superhero, you know, quite, but he's different. Guardians of the Galaxy, then they even went for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Like, they've really, it's not just like they've been like, we've got a recipe, we're just cracking them out, you know, one after another, same thing, same thing. They were thinking about, actually, let's get some different directors in. Let's get some different characters in. Let's, like you say, let's, let's not get the main characters from Marvel characters from the comics you know, that everybody knows, you know, let's let's get some, like you say, Guardians of the Galaxy where it's smaller characters and we're not going to stick with the kind of traditional people that you might expect to play them. We're going to get people who are not so traditional. Yeah, that, that, kind of thing. That, has been, that has blown my mind. The, the people who they've got to play these characters is, is amazing. Yeah, and they all seem to really fit. Like, they've really put a lot of care into every single movie to yes. say what's going to fit, not this works. Actually, it might not work. And yeah, some of them might not be successful, but at least we tried to do something a bit different. Yeah. 
that's so, why I, I, that's why I think they've done they've done a really good job. And I think Endgame, like you say, is just the culmination of it's, various it's, different movies. It's a victory lap. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's agree. Yeah, it's them just running on being like, yay, yay, look at us, look what we've done. Uh, the way the way I explain it is like it's you it's Usain Bolt has run his he's won his ninth gold medal in Rio and he's just running around the lap applauding the audience and every now and then giving them giving them his like you know to the world pose because he knows that's what they want so there's bits in endgame that i think are just totally totally fan service there are bits in endgame that it's like yeah we know you've been waiting for this for a long time here have it like in that yeah. in that final battle the bit where giant giant man punches one of those leviathan things in the face i was like that is so awesome <laughs> I don't remember that bit. Yeah, the, I know. The thing is, that final battle, there's so much going on. There's so much this going on. You can miss stuff. Yeah, you can it, miss stuff like crazy. Yes. I want to kind of watch it. on. So this is one reason why I would watch it on Netflix if it ever, ever came on Netflix. So you could pause is, it. So that I could pause, <laughs> it, pause it. Go frame rewind by frame. It and be like, yeah, or rewind it and be like, okay, I've watched that one centimetre. I'm going to now watch this to one centimetre <laughs> and this one centimetre and this one centimetre. And just watch it over and over again. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, with the final battle, I think it, it, I think it is messy. It's messy. It's, uh, it's not like, even compared to the one in Infinity War, in the one in Infinity War is a lot more controlled. You can see the different things that are happening. You can see all the different action beats. In, in, um, in Endgame, it's messy. There's just stuff happening all over the shop. And I think it needed to be because it's just, um, when you think about the scale of that fight, it's just like the biggest fight that we've seen. It's massive. I mean, Lord of the Rings eat your heart out. But it's, and I love the fact that they have all these different things. They have them fighting and they're having this chat and they say something. And then all of a sudden you just see like giant man's foot just comes down and steps on one of these things. And uh, oh, uh, 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 I need to go watch that again. But I, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go watch that with I'm gonna go watch that with Claudia with my wife and and uh and when when yeah and then when we see it we're just gonna watch it and I'll, she's gonna watch it for the first time I'm just gonna be sitting there probably with a notepad going oh yeah yeah so how the duck oh yeah 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 oh yeah that's a good line oh <laughs> so, so, but yeah. Tosin if you go and watch it again you gotta watch all of the Marvel movies again that's what I'm gonna do I'm not gonna watch it again. Until I've seen all the Marvel movies again. No, because no, no. Even though, even though I recently watched Ant-Man and Wasp, Captain Marvel, Thor Ragnarok, all of those, I'm still going to watch all of those again in the lead up to me watching it. Because, <laughs> and I want to really, like, you, you know, I, I always forget bits. I've not got a very good memory, so I always forget bits. But this time I'm probably going to take notes. You know, be like, okay, so just remember, Nina, that this happened and that will link to this. And then when you watch Endgame, and then I'll probably have to go back and watch all the movies again. <laughs> to catch up again. Well, that's you sorting for the next six months then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, There's no that's Game your, of Thrones for me or anything. There's it's only Marvel movies. <laughs> that's it. All right, cool. Yeah. Nina, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for having the chat. Thank you for coming on the podcast, I guess I should say. <laughs> and no. Yeah, and oh I know you probably have stuff to like work in the morning and all that kind of stuff at the moment. And I've got to go see how on earth we've had two r miracle comebacks by English teams on subsequent nights in the in the Champions League. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, good watching, Tosin. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, because to Tottenham have just made it through to the final. Oh really? Yeah, they just I heard made it about Liv Liverpool yesterday. Yeah, Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool yesterday, which is and uh, are we you do essentially right? What Liverpool did yesterday was kind of like end game. 
It's <laughs> it. What we talk about Endgame being an impressive thing. What Liverpool did yesterday was like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> and if you don't follow football, I understand that you might not really understand. You might not really get that. But honestly, what they did yesterday was, it was nobody, nobody gave them a chance. I was like, I didn't, I didn't want to watch the match because I was like, they might do it, but let's be honest with you, they're probably not going to do it, and it's just going to be really, 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 really sad, and and it, it was just going to be embarrassing when they don't do it. And what they did yesterday is mental. And now Tottenham, have, uh, this, I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't, what a time to be alive. Liverpool are coming back again to the final. Glenn Hoddle's on TV right now. He looks like he's about to cry. Tottenham again to the final. The Avengers Endgame is in the cinema. Game of Thrones Season 8 is on TV. What on? What a you are having a field day, aren't you? I'm having, I'm having a field day. I'm having a field day. All I need to do now is earn enough money to get a house. And I'm sorted. <laughs> that's your life done that, that's that's my life done that's my life done. i'll be like you know what 2019 greatest year ever greatest year yeah. ever <laughs> so many <laughs> matos and what's gonna happen the rest of the time people, people be like oh no i'm i'm expecting that brexit's gonna make the rest of the year rubbish so, <laughs> so. enjoy yourself while you can yeah exactly <laughs> i was saying brexit's gonna make the rest of the year rubbish all the random bickering and i'm expecting that before i know it trump who's been quiet for a while is going to send out a tweet and it's going to make me put my head in my hands so i'm saying that everything that's happened so far has made that whatever they do in the rest of the year it will still be the greatest year ever don't make me sound stupid <laughs> whether you sound stupid or not you've already done it i mean i, I, can, I know it's too late now. I, yeah I, I, can, I can i can i can add or take anything away from it <laughs> all right, <laughs> all, right cool. all right then toast all right. speak to you later speak to you later bye bye Okay, so I spoke to Nina yesterday, and she was talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, spoke to Nina yesterday, and she was talking about how she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I actually do think I'm Sean," because <laughs> she, she's like a lot of the things that she watches and a lot of things like Sean says something, and she's like, "I think that was this." Like, oh wow, wow that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so oh, brilliant. So so when so when the um when the when that goes up, Sean, you hear you hear Nina, you hear what she actually said had to say about the film and everything. But yesterday, I mean, last oh. week when we spoke about it, there was just so much. We ran out of time because there's just so much in this film. So, is there anything to kick off with that you guys felt? Oh, you didn't quite get to talk about last week Chat. about Avengers Endgame, which I must point out. Having to think, which think, I, I, having I, to think about that is class. I mean, I'd uh, like to go back to the point. There was a bit toes that you didn't like was like when all the female superheroes in the big battle at the end yes the female superheroes when they go she's got friends you didn't like that did you no Some no people, no i i, I just i, I didn't it. I, I it just it felt Bitch. it felt like too forced it felt like that it didn't feel natural it didn't flow you did it wasn't a punch in the air moment for you then like yeah nah, for me, no. No, no 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 i, I, I don't I, think that's all sisterhood thing doesn't do it for me I doesn't it? No, no. not the, the sisterhood because uh, yeah. no. uh, oh, i think the thing is about that moment is i know that it's a punch in the air for some people but i think we spoke about this when we spoke about captain marvel i mean it's a punch in the air for some people and that's fine it isn't for me because uh, because some people or maybe they've been like no we haven't been represented for so long and maybe this is yes finally people showing that yeah women can fight and i'm like yeah, okay fine yeah but it's it, it essentially because there, there's a version of this story where they make that they make that moment and then that's it and then it's another ten years before you get another film that has a female superhero as a lead and then and 
what's the point of that moment? But I, I don't think Marvel would do that because that's, I don't think that's what the company is like. But that moment just doesn't, it just doesn't do it, sell it for me. But, but No, I mean, it didn't do a lot for me either, I have to say. Because I think in some ways, you know, the fact that they're, it's, again, it's treating women differently, isn't it? It's by putting them all together and saying, look, all the girls are there together. It's, it's treating them differently. To, so you don't say, look, all the boys are together. It makes a point of... Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't... I, 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 I mean, I guess I didn't look too deep It's almost it. like reverse discrimination. It's still singling women out. Yeah. It's been a bit different. Because so, like, you, know, what, you don't go, hey, all well, the boys are together, up for the brotherhood. It's like, no, they're fighting the same enemy together. Yeah. Why should it matter who they so, fight alongside? So, so to me, it didn't really mean a lot. Yeah, I, I, think, I think for me, oh, on that point, something that meant more was the bit where when Pepper Potts shows up in that armor, I was like, yes! Yeah, so there's some interesting elements, I think, to that final battle scene. I think it is, it, it is frustrating sometimes because you want to see more of one character than another. But I thought there were some good moments in it, even if, you know, the sisterhood were all together. The yeah. fact that, that they did this sort of relay race where sort of Spider-Man passes it on to... <laughs> to Black Panther. No, no, I think it's Black, Black... Black Panther passes it on to Spider-Man who is ending up on the floor, then Captain Marvel comes up and goes, shall I take that? And then Cully yeah. <laughs> takes it from Spider-Man. Yeah, so it, yeah. It, I, I like that so really race that. bit. Yeah. And it is sort of like the new generation as well, isn't it? It's like the, the old guard uh, are there, but then it's often the new generation who are sort of taking that baton on and we can see that they're going to be carrying on this, the Marvel story, yeah. even if some of the old characters are no longer there yeah. Yeah, yeah, to do it with them. Yeah. So the fact that it was Spidey and Marvel together, Captain Marvel together, was, it was just like a nice little touch. And there's some nice little elements of humour, isn't there, with yeah. um, with the fact that Peter Parker, just, or Spider-Man, doesn't ever stop talking <laughs> when he's in those situations. Yeah. He's still com- that's, he's that's, but that's one thing I like about that. I, I really yeah. like that in Civil War, where he's yeah. like, whoa, those wings, titanium, whoa, whoa. that's so cool, and all that. And you go, kid, have you ever been in a fight? You talk too much. So, and there's so, this sort of I mean, stream like of consciousness it. from yeah, us, yeah. like, hey, Dr. Strange said we've been asleep yeah, for five yeah. years, but hey, you've got to come and join the fight. And, it. and it's uh, all this sort of something. Yeah, and, 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 and that bit that you talk about, where he talks about Dr. Strange and everything like that, that the only thing that shuts him up is, is Tony Stark hugging him because obviously yeah, because yeah, obviously yeah. he feels such a yeah and he hugs <laughs> him but but i mean I, and just the bit where that for me in the bit the battle the battle was big and the battle was massive as it as it had to be and i felt like the bat i thought that the final battle was a bit messy like if you compare it to all the other big battles that they've had if you compare yeah. it to the one in civil war i mean not civil war in infinity war Infinity War, there's like it's a lot more. Okay, that happens, and that happens, and we can follow it. This one is just kind of like a melee, and there's just stuff happening all over the shop because it's just it's just massive. And I think there's a shot that they have. Well, it's it's the small moments in this that I love. So there's a shot that they have where they have, oh, right after Captain America says Avengers assemble, where you see the two armies f- running towards each other, and you and you just get this sense of scale of how big this yeah. thing yeah. is and how massive this fight is. And you're, you're like, oh my God, how, how are we going to follow anything in this? And to a certain extent, they don't really follow, but it's, it's the little emotional bits. Like, you know, the bit where you have Iron Man and Pepper Potts in her, ask, in her, in her armor fighting back to back. The bit where you, yeah. have, you have Ant-Man and the Wasp and they do something together. And it's just those tiny bits where they're talking to each other. And for me, the bit that I... I, so you have the, the obviously they're fighting Thanos and I love the fact that this film just shows that Thanos even without the stones he's a badass 
<laughs> oh yeah even without yeah, the stones he is a force to be reckoned with i love the fact that the film showed that and so there's a bit where captain america has been beaten and he does his whole like you know tighten his shield and he starts working and you just hear that and they hear cap cap on your left and that that <laughs> tiny bit before all the portals open and everybody comes through i was like I was just like because obviously I knew that they were back. I knew they were going to come back. I might have to go and watch it again. Yeah, Mm. uh, I'm definitely going to watch it again. But it is like you know the the the, because you knew they all come back and you knew they were going to come back. But it's the way in which they did it. It wasn't like it was. It was the fact that it wasn't just a bombastic thing. It was that before that it it all comes down to the look on Captain America's face when he hears the static, and then he hears like you know Falcon say Cap on your left. And you can just see almost like the guy is broken, almost the same. Oh my God, it actually worked. Oh my God, we actually did it. And it was it's the same way how I said last week that the, end, the beginning of this film where they're all mourning what happened at the end of Infinity War sells Infinity War to me because like, it, it makes me think, yes, this actually meant something. This was big. This was massive yes. for these characters. And the same way that even though you know they're coming back, that the way they handle it, the, the crackle of static, and then, and then Falcon saying cap on your left and the look on Captain America's face for me just, it, that sold that moment for me. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then when they're coming in, I love the fact where Iron Man, or no, Ant-Man, no, Giant Man, sorry. Giant Man punches one of those things in the face. And, yeah. and the fact that you have the, the, the battle going, and there's a bit, I can't remember who's talking to who in the middle of the battle, but they beat one of those, one of Thanos' things, and then all of a sudden, Giant Man's foot comes down and just crushes it. <laughs> and you don't even see, <laughs> all you see is just the foot as it crushes it and just carries on down the, So I, uh, I, I think the final fight is messy. I don't think it's as, as um, defined, but I think at that point in time, it's just awesome. It's what you need. It's just... It's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's done really well, isn't it? I mean, it's it's is it gonna is it gonna surpass Titanic? Is it gonna surpass Avatar? Do you think? Or... Well, at the moment, I was actually looking at this. This film has now made two point three billion dollars. It, it wow! It made two billion dollars in eleven days of its release. So it's on it's on track to beat Avatar. Then. So I think it would it would I personally think it would have to be something like. Everybody just decides to stop watching films. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's about the only thing that's going to stop it. Or, or, or if there's a horrible thing, like you know, there's a big, massive natural disaster, or, and nobody's in the mood for watching films, or they have to pull it out of cinemas. I think that's the only. It's it's going to take something on that scale to stop this film becoming the most successful film of all time. All time, yeah, I reckon. Be, yeah, so it's it's. I think it's 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 going to because, and I think it, it did. And I think it deserves it. I think it deserves it more than Avatar because I mean, you I know. do. I think it's. A, I think it's a class movie myself. I really yeah. enjoyed it. You, you enjoyed it too, didn't you, Sharon? I did. I yeah, think yeah. we all I, gave I, it five I, stars. Yes. Yeah, we did. I think yeah, it, it marks must be. that. Achie- and I That's think unusual, isn't it? it the, the fact that it marks this achievement that this is a, a film company that have made had this vision and that they they haven't misstepped really along the way. I don't think they've. There's films that have been sort of smaller films, but as building up this picture to get this end game i think it's been remarkable yeah how they've done it all has been absolutely fantastic hasn't it really yeah so it's not just one film it's a journey to this film and i think even if you've only seen a few marvel films because not everyone has seen all of them i mean i haven't seen all of them um but you you can you can recognize the achievement of the fact that they've built on 
this this one film after another and the characters have changed and developed and they don't just like reset the clock so it's exactly the same character as was in the last film. Yeah. They change yeah. with each experience and you can see how and they've grown and it's expanded and yeah, it's been remarkable, I think. And they surprise yeah. you and they and they don't always do what you think they will. And No, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. I and, think most uh, any other film, you wouldn't get Thor, the the god of thunder, for going from you know the long blonde haired sort of god to how he ends up at the end of Endgame. You don't, you wouldn't see that. I think that, that was so cleverly done. Coming, I think right? that was so cleverly done. I, I thought it was. It so was cleverly done. It was one of my highlights of the, the one, film. One one thing though, I'm just wondering is, was with Valkyrie, she was part of it. Where did, did she get her flying thing from? The, Pegasus. Yeah, that that needs to be because that Pegasus seems to show up when she wants it. It seems like it seems like that Pegasus is her version of Thor's hammer. Yeah, 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 where, yeah maybe. Yeah, it, it it seems to be in some sort of other direction, and she just kind of goes Pegasus, and he goes I'll take, right. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take that. Yeah, because, <laughs> because nice... yeah, it, I, I, because yeah, that's the only explanation. Because unless well, it's it, my thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah but, uh, but they've never fully explained that the horse just shows up whenever that 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 horse with wings shows up whenever it feels like. <laughs> so yeah, uh, someone you, you know I know going off on a tangent here like I do. Yeah, yeah, about the Game yeah. of Thrones, sending off your best troops. Someone someone explained. Someone gave me a good 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 answer to that. So I, I might half accept what they said that might have happened. So <laughs> okay. well, that's an excuse they did for, for the bit that I thought was stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, they, they told me You've something. drawn so, that back you, in again. You, you, well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still doubtful, it. but hey, uh, you know, I take it a bit like taking <laughs> Pegasus, I guess. <laughs> There's another nice moment, I think, sort of Thor-related, that we were talking about Thor and the the Asgardians. Yes. The new Asgardians mm. of the galaxy. There's a nice moment where Cap obviously can now you can handle... Yeah. What's his what's the name of the Mjolnir. 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 Mjolnir, yeah. And um they're fighting and he says, No, 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 you take the little one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Warhammers, don't yeah, yeah. you? Yeah, so it. that was quite a yeah. nice touch that he's yeah. Thor's still in there. He's got that arrogance and that <laughs> he's just, and it is great. He just needs <laughs> yeah. a bit of healing, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. the, the, yeah, he's like, no, 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 you're not gonna games. be yeah, <laughs> I've got a bigger hammer yeah. than you now. <laughs> okay, there 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 are so well, many a nice touch, I thought. There, there, there's so many things. I know you guys have to get off and there's well, well we I think we're gonna be talking about this film in like three months' time. So Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Because there's so much that they pack in there that I don't think think I've noticed. But um until okay so until the next time until the next time uh when a film like this gets released you know you know it's a bit like you know the football how tuesday happened with liverpool yeah. and people went oh my god we're never going to see this again and the next day it happened again so yeah. <laughs> so now i've become really really worried about saying oh we're never going to see something like this again because <laughs> well it's been proved it can happen so yeah. yes once you it's set a precedent, hasn't it? Yeah, really. And it's just up to someone else to match it. Because yeah. whoever thought that cinema trilogies would happen wow, 30 years ago? Whoever heard of a trilogy? Of yeah. Do you know what I'm excited for? Do you know what I'm on about that? Do you know what I'm excited for? Do you know what John, I'm excited John for? John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Uh, that's one of him, but even more than that. Even more so than that. Ooh. No. Oh, come on. End of the month. I don't know. No? Oh, mate. You must know. You must know. It's I'll probably just, go. Oh it's yeah. Just, it's like the great. I've been looking forward more to this than I have Endgame. To be fair, 
What is this? Godzilla! Godzilla! Oh, oh, monsters. Oh, the... Godzilla! You know what? Okay, I'm going to tell you what I think about this. This is, this is my prediction about that film. That film is yeah. going to be ruined by the humans. Because, okay. because they've, they've gotten some stars in the film. And the, the problem with all these films is that whenever you add humans to something that doesn't need humans, it messes the whole thing up because you have to keep cutting back to the humans. I'm like, give me a yeah. film where Godzilla, King Ghidorah, Mothra, are just oh, a rodent, are fighting. <laughs> and there's no humans that we need to... We, we, I don't care about the humans. I want to see I, these things fight. I, I, I don't know. I quite like that. I quite like Rampage. I thought Rampage was class. Yeah, it was a fun film. Yeah, it was a fun film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a real good film. Okay, so we look forward to Godzilla. Godzilla! Yeah, okay, you're cool. going to see that. I'm going to go and see it. I'm, gonna get a big I'm not going to see it in 3D again because that makes no, me queasy. Yeah, we won't watch but it. But I shall probably enjoy and Perhaps try to... Perhaps you should come over and see it in IMAX. Ah, yeah, okay. All right. We're, in... going to, we're going to have a special. We're going to have a special trip. Okay. Yeah. In, in that in that case, all right. I'm going to I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to head off myself. Okay. And I'm going to go watch. Right. I'm going to go watch Endgame again. And my aim is um, I want to be the person who buys the ticket that sends Endgame past Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> it's only yeah, that's it. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. It's that it's it's only cool. it's only four hundred million dollars away. That's nothing. That's, that's nothing in today's. You can get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah get, it's two point two point toes. Two point three million at the moment. Yeah, it's no big yeah. deal. All right, cool. Thanks for chatting, guys. Okay, brother. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, we'll I'll see get, you next I'll get week. Get sent off to you. I'm gonna. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna shoot off pretty quick. So yeah, I'll, cool. I'll send it to you a bit later. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Take Chat care. to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. See you, see you later. later. Bye. Bye.